0: I don't have a time schedule set for these shows as yet. Um, still working the kinks out of myself. And I keep saying I'm a work in progress. So we're going to keep just doing spontaneous shows uh, when the feeling hits, really, um, until I get a schedule in place and we can um, be on a regular basis. I want to thank the uh, audience that um, joined us so far this year. I also want to thank the international audience. Uh, I was looking the other day and see that we now have folks in uh, New Zealand. We have folks in Australia. Uh, we have folks that are listening to us over in Brazil. Uh, we have folks that listen in Germany. And of course, we have our family in Gambia listening as well. So I want to thank the uh, international audience that we gained with this new platform. Uh, keep listening to us. We're going to keep coming to you on a regular basis. Keep following us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on um, uh, Facebook, of course, and Spotify now. You can follow us there and YouTube, of course. Um, I want to talk about anger tonight. And the reason why I want to talk about anger is because I noticed in a post I posted the other day, there were a lot of people who chimed in that they have this problem with anger. Uh, I've had this problem with anger and I am learning how to master the problem of anger. And I see other people have had it too. I've seen a lot of people have made it part of a resolution this year to try to work on their anger. Uh, So I want to give some tips tonight that might help some people Um, So um, and and tell some things of myself um, as well of how I've been able to manage anger, something I've been working on is uh, I've read a man talking the other day, he said, man, you okay to somebody piss you off. And when someone piss you off, you just go live it. Um, and usually um, the anger comes from, as I've studied myself, the anger comes from a, a pain. Um, usually the anger comes, and it's most, most social scientists say the same thing, the anger comes from a pain that's longing. Um, however... What I'm learning is that once you get angry, the pain doesn't go away. The pain is still there. Whatever you're dealing with when you become angry, the anger does not make the pain disappear. It just gives it satisfaction for a second and then comes back, the pain is still going to be there. So until we start learning how to deal with the pain of why we are angry, we're going to have this continual problem of anger control, of, of not how to get angry. And a lot of times we can be, a lot of times brother, say, well, brother, you're being hypocritical because we shouldn't get angry. No, we shouldn't. There's uh, so a lot of things we shouldn't do, but sometimes naturally those things happen and we do get angry. There's a, a saying in our faith, in the Islamic faith, uh, that uh, the prophet, a man came to the prophet one day and he asked him, give me some words of advice. Give me something, give me something that I can I can live with, something that I can, Some. give me some knowledge that can take me to another level and the prophet simply told him, don't get angry. And he pressed him again and said, well, give me something else. And he told him a second time, don't get angry. And the man's like, just don't get angry. He pressed him again. And he said "My third time, he said, don't get angry. And so if the three times that he pressed him, he stressed, don't get angry. He probably was a person that had a problem with anger or it probably was a good advice. Um, science has shown us that anger is poison to our body. Uh, I don't know if we know that or not. Um, being angry, the, the actual um, chemicals that are come from anger are actually poisoning your body. There was a study, uh doctor, I uh, wrote his name down, Elder Gates, Elmer Gates. Uh, he was a professor out of DC. Uh, he was an inventor of sciences. Look him up. His, his name is Elmer Gates. And he did a experiment. And in his laboratory what he did he froze the breath with ice cubes. He froze the breath of different emotions, hate, love, anger, uh the emotions that people have on a natural basis. And the one thing he noticed is that, that when he froze the, the 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 breaths that they took on a different colorization based on what the different emotion was. And anger took on a colorization of a brown a color. And so he was a person that experimented with different animals. a matter, matter of fact, this doctor, Dr. Gates, was one of the first persons that experimented and taught uh, actually dogs how to uh, know color. He did experiment with dogs. He was way before Pablo's um, um, conditioning. Uh, of dogs and conditioning of Pavlov, he was a scientist. Way he was a very outlandish scientist because some of his theories were, were were not for that time period. We're talking about uh, early late 1800s, but in his in his uh, in his tests with these animals, he gave the the he took the chemicals and was able to extract that chemicals and put it in guinea pigs, and the one anger actually cause the guinea pig to have erratic behavior including death because the body produces and lets go poisons that are actually poison to yourself when you get angry so that's why we are told don't get angry however we still do so what do we do that's why i said don't get angry but if we do learn how to use it wisely because I'm not one of those people, I'm not one of those uh, uh, this is your brain and this is your brain on drugs people. There was a commercial back in the day and it said well, this is your brain and this is your brain on drugs as if, okay, this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs, I'm going to see the egg frying in the pan and I'm just going to stop doing drugs. No, a person is not going to stop doing drugs like that. A person is not going to stop doing any substance that's benefiting them because the substance that they're taking is actually benefiting them. You talk, talk to a person that's a uh, an alcoholic or a person that's on certain drugs, a person that gets high, the drug has its benefits. It takes them out of a condition that they don't want to be in at the time because they're dealing with certain pain. But that don't mean you're going to give them a commercial and they're going to stop like that. You have to teach a person how to stop. So just because a person said don't get angry doesn't mean you're not going to get angry. It's an emotion that we do have and that we continue to have. We just haven't learned how to manage it correctly. So one of the things I try to do, um, and I I I I I'm not good at it. My wife will tell you I'm not good at it. Just the other, I gave you that. Just the other day, uh, we had a situation, and I tried not to get angry. My wife had made me mad, and you know you get mad. I was like, "Nah, I'm not gonna get angry today. I'm not gonna put it off or put it off or put it off or put." I finally, boom, I exploded. And we we're on the way to work. And I just, it just, you know, you know how you explode when you explode. You just let it go. And I was like, I felt so bad after because I promised myself I was going to work on this problem I have with getting angry when I get angry because I let stuff build up. And that's a lot of things what we do. We let stuff build up over time. So one of the things we have to learn to do, one of the things I'm learning to do, is to express ourselves when we before we get angry. Learn how to talk before we let it just build, because people can do things and they don't know they're doing it unless you say anything, and then it builds and it builds and it compounds and it compounds, and then all of a sudden, a trigger hit When that trigger hits, bam, you let it go, you let it fly, you don't care who around, and it's it's ballistic. Then it's it's firecracker, and the problem with that is that when we're angry, my mother used to say. Out of the heart, the abundance of the mouth speaks. When we're angry, we say things that God, after we think about it, man, if I could just take that back. So think before you speak. Think. I'll always start think five times before you say anything. Uh uh, um, um, but think five times before you post something. <laughs> Since we own on media. Because I see people do a lot of that. They don't think. Uh, I saw the Antonio Brown situation last week. I said, oh, don't move. Think. Do your research. Study. Know what's going on. Think before you speak. That will cause anger to subside because you're going to think about what you're going to say. And when we're angry, if we think about what we say before we speak, nine times out of ten, we'll say to ourselves, that ain't a good thing to say. No, that ain't, you're going to say something that's just going to set you back for a while. You're going to set your relationship back for a while. You're going to set your relationship with your children back for a while. You might lose your job. Just hold, man. Hold for a second and think. Learn how to express your anger in a calm manner. That's hard. I know. I'm telling you stuff that's hard. But it's stuff that we have to work on. I can say, I'm a work in progress. I want you to be a work in progress. Learn how to express yourself In a calm manner, sometimes you have to to do it jokingly and don't get angry about it. Just laugh about it. Say it jokingly. Do it in a different way. Learn how to do it in a different way because what's happening is the anger is building and even while we're building those chemicals that are going in our body, that's poison, actually poison. It's causing us high blood pressure. Do so I get blood pressure how you, you ever you ever got anger and then all of a sudden your head is hurting because your blood pressure's up? It ran my blood pressure up. It pissed me off and ran my blood pressure off. You understand know it? I'm gonna piss me off. You let somebody piss you off and you let your blood pressure go up. Now your heart beating fast, faster than it should be. You generating, you hyped because you got angry. Learn how not to get angry. Exercise. Walk it off. Don't don't sit in the don't if you if. And don't go around people that make you angry. I don't care who they are, family, friend. If you if you have a tendency, you know the people you go around it can tick you off. Just don't go around them. Get a place to yourself. If you know that particular person goes going to, has habits that you don't like, and a lot of us don't know how to be quiet. We're gonna say something, and then the other person gonna say something. Next thing we know, we angry. Just don't go around that particular individual. Don't go around those particular people. Don't go around that particular environment. If you know it's something that sets off your anger. Because this anger is killing us. I got another way to go with this anger in a minute. I'm getting there. I'm going to, I'm going to basic anger and then I'm going to community anger as well. we we'll get there in a minute. Identify possible solutions to your anger. The hostile solution is finding out what it is. that's painting you. We hide so much of our pain. One of the possible solutions is finding out what what is it that's causing me this pain? Because if you don't deal with the pain, remember I said anger is only a temporary. Anger is like a stimulant. It's only temporarily. You're going to get the anger out. You're going to get frustrated. But at the end of the day, what caused the anger is still there. You didn't deal with that. You cussed, the, you cussed out, you fussed out, you went off, you do every, you lost your mind, act a fool. At the end of the day, whatever that pain was, that yeah, pain could have been something. That pain could have been, man. I just, ever since I was a child, I didn't like a bully, and the bully come around, and you. Don't, ever since I was a child, I just didn't like smart aleck people. Ever since I was a child, I just didn't hate somebody that thought they was all that. Yeah, ever since I was a child. And then all of a sudden, you see a person that think they all that, or you see the bully, or you see a condition that, where is a childhood you didn't like. All of a sudden, you angry again. You pissed off. I had somebody tell me the other day we was talking about the situation. They said, "Man, you look like you on a love trip." I am really. They said, "But I just something about it. I just certain things I cannot. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tolerate. I'm not gonna have nobody do that. And I can't do that back." And I'm like, "Why? Do you know?" What I've learned for myself, when I become angry, you know what I've actually done? I've made myself a slave. Really? Because I've let something control me and cause me to act other than who I naturally am. When you become angry, you've actually let someone control you and rouse you to anger. And if we're going to be better, we have to learn how to control our emotions, and especially our anger. Now, anger goes a little further for us as African-Americans. On my trip to Gambia one thing I realized, and I'm going to do a series coming up soon on things that the international world needs to know about black people here in this Western Hemisphere because I'm learning as I'm going outside the country. I went to Puerto Rico last year. I've been to Jamaica before. I'm going overseas now, I'm going back to Gambia, hopefully, inshallah, in November. And a couple more places I have to stop that I'm planning on traveling to. But I'm learning as I'm talking to people outside of the country, because especially with this platform now, it's let me talk to people in other countries. They don't know us. They don't know our pain. They don't know what we've been through as a people. They don't know our history. I went to a museum. I went to the museum when I was in Gambia. I went to the Kunta Kinte Museum. I went to the Kunta Kinte Village. And I went to visit. And I'm, I'm the whole story of roots, that's a whole other subject. That's, that's one another time. I only went to visit because I wanted to see. I know the real deal of Kunta Kinte. And if you don't know the real deal of Kunta Kinte, I'll do one show or not. I really don't want to put it out there. But you know Alex Haley was sued for that book, uh, just to be real about the roots. Um, the actual, there are 90 something passages in the roots that came from another Jewish writer who had another book out at the time that Alex Haley had to admit that he took it from. So, you know, the whole story of roots, many people stated, Alex, in his contact with Malcolm, Malcolm it gave him the idea first, and he took Malcolm's Malcolm Pan Africanism and ran with a book. Uh, it's the reason why he left. I made a book that sold over 10 to 20 million copies worldwide, but didn't have enough money to leave his ancestors and enough money to even complete the mosque in Jufari, which I was able to go see when over there. But that's a long, another story for another day. What I realized when I was there is that they don't know our story, so a lot of folks don't understand our pain. Our pain goes deeper than the average Europeans' pain, our deeper goes, you people, than the average person's Korean Korean descent, Chinese descent, Japanese. Our pain is a pain of slavery. Uh, I saw a, a, a video the other day with um, uh, Dr. Umar Johnson. And the sister was signed to say, basically, slavery didn't exist. And he liked it went ballistic. Because it pained. I know his pain. I, I, I like to jump in the radio set. Because that whole, that history of slavery, and the aftermath of slavery and today's slavery. See, slavery hasn't stopped. When you go in the bank and get treated in different that's still slavery. When you go on a job and have to work 10 times harder, that's still slavery. When you are in your community and you know and ride through any neighborhood or any city and you know when you're in the black community, that's still slavery. When you see your children getting uneducated and miseducated, that's still slavery. So it is hard. it's hard not to have a anger about our particular situation that's why i say learn how to use it wisely we 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 understand don't get angry but when it comes to us in particular as black people remember i told you anger is producing poisons in our body it is very difficult for us Because we have extenuating circumstances that is producing a pain that we still haven't gotten rid of. When we walk in that bank, knowing that now I'm going to get scrutinized, I might not get this loan, uh, and, and it's this and that. And we know a lot of it has to do with color. When we go to that job and we put the application in and we know we qualified, but a lot of it has to do with color. When we see the, this, the 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 way the funds trickle down and you got 5% that have to be set aside for minorities, why you just can't open the door and give us the money? No, we're going to set aside just a little bit for you because the rest of us go, we know it's because of color. So with us, there is insinuating circumstances. See, so my voice went up That causes pain. That causes anger. And that anger is real. So when you tell me, don't get angry, it's not just as simple as the egg in the pan. This is your brain, and this is your brain on drugs. It ain't that simple. It ain't that simple as that when I just, OK, I see the my, my, my brain is frying the drugs, and I'm just going to stop. No, because I have to live with these circumstances that haven't changed. So we have to learn how to use our anger wisely. Take your anger and use it to mobilize. Don't stop being angry about it. Mobilize about it. Do something about it. When I say use it wisely, I, I'm, I'm under the mindset, okay, don't get angry. I got that. I'm gonna try to work on that. But like I said, there are circumstances that are gonna piss me off when I live in this real world, when I live in this real America that haven't changed. Why I'm trying to get the hell up out of here because I don't see it changing anytime soon. But I'm gonna learn how to deal with my anger in the process when I see these circumstances. Learn how to play their game, learn the hidden rules of the game, learn how to play behind the scenes and beat him at his own game. That's what we are not doing. So it makes me angry at him and it makes me angry with us because we need to learn how to play the game and how to beat him at his own game. Because that anger is going to keep coming because that pain is not going to go away anytime soon. The cop killers have stopped, no, they haven't. You just don't hear about them no more. He tired of playing with you for a while. He even got you roused up, served his purpose. He ain't stopped killing black men and women. He stopped locking up black men and women. The incarceration system hadn't changed. The race is still the same. He hadn't stopped. He just flashed it out in the media where you just don't hear about it right now at present. He lets you know what he wants you to know when he wants you to react. We act and then we shut up. We do the same thing every time because we haven't learned how to continue to play play the game and beat him at his own game. We haven't learned how to do that. What we do is we react. Something happens, hits the news, we react. reaction reaction no proaction we need proaction so while our community is sitting here in dormant we need to be taking that anger and that pain of 400 years and start building something there is no reason economically why we should not be better off why because of anger we mad at each other don't want to get along with each other don't I'm I'm done with that this year. You all that know me, I I used to be, I could talk to you and I'm not. I'm not that way anymore. I'm learning how to get past that. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I'm trying to meet everybody I can. I told a brother today, he was we was talking, and we had gotten to a debate. And you know, if within my own culture, there's always a debate between Orthodox Islam and Nation of Islam and this group and that group. And I said, brother, I'm done with that. I'm I love my brothers in the nation, I love my brothers in my Orthodox community. I love my Hebrew Israelite brothers. I love my Rasta brothers. I love my Christian brothers, as I was saying the other day. <laughs> I'm, I, I, want, I want water, man. I'm thirsty. I'm trying to get a drink out of any well I can get a drink out of. If you got some knowledge, bring it to me. Because I'm thirsty I'm hungry. If you, if you got a, some ideas, some programs, bring them to me. I'm thirsty and hungry. I'm trying to get them out of here. I'm trying to leave something for my children here, but I'm trying to get up out of here and leave something for them in the progress, process. Yes, I'm hungry. So I wanna Well, I don't wanna be limited to this group and that group and working with this person and not working with that person. That stagnates our growth. I'm learning how to use my anger. I'm still angry, but I'm learning how to use it wisely. I'm gonna take that anger about his situation, about the situation, about what he's created, about what he's done, and I'm gonna use it to build on that. I'll show you what we can do. That was the whole purpose of Gambia. That is the whole purpose in Gambia. Yeah, I've seen what, I saw the money saved the children were making. I've seen the money for years. I said, man, I'm not gonna get angry about this. I'm gonna get angry at myself. Why don't we as an Islamic community or a Black community, why don't we have our own Save the Children? I remember when I was a kid seeing Sally Struggles on the TV. You remember when she was when Save the Children first out of Sally Struggles, she was skinny. Then all of a sudden she got big as a whale. I said, well she must have been eating good off this? Why did everybody else was starving? She's supposed to be feeding them, but she was eating whale. She got big as a whale." But I remember those commercials, Save the Children, five cents a day, you could do this for a child. I said, "Man." Then you have this this group and that group and all of them, white organizations that go over to Africa and say they're helping and they do some good work. Some of them do. But the money they raise, I don't see all of the money going to the ground. But I said, I got angry. And I said, no, don't get angry. Go get a nonprofit number, set up an organization, get donors in your own country, find people that look like you that want to contribute, get a team involved, go over to Gambia, establish your company in Gambia, and do the thing, and compete with them. Yes, we're both nonprofit charities, but I'm in competition with Save the Children. That is what we're, when you see No Cover's Gambia Mission, that is we're in direct competition to save as many children as they're saving because we know that the money is gonna to get to the children. And we know we're gonna be able to take the to show the people using this platform on social media where they can see their name and the child they support. Next month, next, next, next month after next, we're actually gonna be having live between us and them. Where well, the donors that have contributed to no covers can come online and talk directly to the families and ask them how they're doing. How are the goods and services you're receiving helping you? And what else do you need us to give you? Or what else do you need us to help you with so that we can make you a better thriving community so you can do for self? Yes. Don't get angry, compete. It's like I told somebody about the other day, I was talking on the last show about somebody stealing your idea. Ain't nobody stole your idea, you just ain't compete. Don't get angry, compete. Learn how to use that anger wisely. Don't get mad, compete, get moving. (laughs) Don't get angry, you don't have to get angry. 400 years, yes, I'm pissed off as hell. The condition of black folks, I'm pissed off as hell. Our children suffering in school, I am pissed off as hell. The current administration of the government, I'm still pissed off even though it's new. They ain't doing nothing either. They did all that to get rid of Trump and I ain't seen nothing yet. I seen a whole lot of promises, but I ain't seen nothing hit the ground yet. I'm pissed off. I'm still pissed off as hell. Ride through my community, crime I'm pissed off, but I'm not angry about it anymore. I'm gonna learn how to use that anger wisely. Rest of my life, I'm gonna use the anger wisely do something about it you already want to join us hey no covers gammy mission join us that and other projects no covers is actually under the banner of the david walker economic education and health and culture center uh, that is actually our 501c3 the no david walker uh educational uh, cultural health and culture center um and they, and the no covers gammy mission is a part of that organization david walker as you know was a here and women in women's in North Carolina. Very few people ever talk about David Walker. We used to have a David Walker parade here, which we probably go on David Walker Day here, which we may bring back this year. The last two years, we haven't had any to have it because of the COVID situation. We're trying to bring it back this year, but the, the David Walker um, Association is our 501c3. And No covers is a Gamma mission is, is underneath that organization, which allows me to go back and forth uh, and do what we're doing over there. I wanna thank everybody for supporting This show, because your donation to the show goes actually to the mission as well. Uh, You are the international that's on our Spotify. Hit the Bing bing button. We're we're taking donations. You can hit the Bing button because all the money from these shows go directly to our David Walker family, which allows us to do what we're doing on the ground, and that is provide services for a country. Gammy is one of the poorest countries that we know over in Africa, of several countries, most of the poor. Gammy is one. And we're able to do some things over there uh that now that we're on the ground we have a team on the ground over there so support us we'll support you here locally in wilmington um again i want to um give my condolences to the Russ family that funeral is wednesday uh for the family uh for, it'd be a chestnut street presbyterian church i think it's at 12 o'clock um show support for the family if you can um there are a lot of things going on in the community here in wilmington uh, but there's a lot of things going on around the world that we want to get to. And like I said, we're going to do a show probably the next coming week on um really the plight of us as a people because we got to talk about that uh from a major, a major standpoint. Cause like I said, the world doesn't know us at all. Um, that's my short time for tonight. I'm gonna get out of here. I hope you all had a good day today. I was gonna do the show this morning, but I thought about it, I said, man. I do the show in the morning. I know I'm, I got hit last week about that show I did on, on, on atheists. So I know I won't get hit if I go at the same time the church go. I said, so I better lay low for the night and come with the show tonight. Uh, I got a couple of days off work. So I got several more shows I'm going to do this week. Tune back in. I'm going to kind of keep them about 30 minutes long. Y'all Y'all know I get going. I can talk all night long. Appreciate y'all on my No each channel. I see a couple of people, um, uh, Hey, man, uh, Chop, we got to get together, man. How you doing, Denise? Man, I need to talk to you, definitely. And I I get off the channel, I'm going to text you on what you call. Give your mom the greetings for me, but also, I keep keep running into you, and we got to.